0: This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. Cooperatives have long been an integral component of the production ag system and the agricultural economy. Today, that role remains and is rapidly evolving as precision agriculture, technology, and new entrants like biologicals and biostimulants become increasingly important in the pursuit of farm profitability and yield. Today's guest is on the forefront of innovation, leading strategy for one of the largest cooperatives in the Midwest. Welcome Phil Brewer, Chief Strategy Officer of CoAlliance.
1: Phil, welcome to Ag Bioscience. Thanks, Mitch, and I'm uh, really glad to be here and uh, share some of the cooperative experience that I've had over the years. I
0: am eager to dig in. Phil, Co-Alliance really become a powerhouse across the Midwest, more than 80 locations. Before we dig into the role you and your team are serving to advance innovation to serve farmers, we have to learn more about you and your journey. You've led agronomy operations, you're an innovator, Share more about your story and the work you're leading at Co-Alliance.
1: Yeah, well, thanks. I, you know, certainly getting into the agricultural business was not born into it, stepped into it, family moved out to the country, dad wanted to get us to work a little bit, and that was my first acclimation into the agricultural business. So I was able to work on a small family seed farm where I grew up, and uh Then as I moved into my college career, didn't think that I was going to be able to come back into that space, but still had it in the back of my mind. I was fortunate enough to work with a uh, cattle operation Hmm. um, up in the area that I was at college, and then upon completing my classroom studies there, was – starting to look for jobs and opportunities, and uh, I had a practicum to do, and, and the person that had the farm was a rather uh, successful business individual and said, uh, hey, what's your practicum? I told him, he said, why don't we make it a reality? I was like, oh, shoot, I just want to get done, you know? <laughs> so, um, so I spent a year and a half working on that project for uh, Taylor University is where I went to school, and during that time, I was able to manage his cattle farm. So that was my first touch into really getting into agriculture, and through that, connected with the local co-op. And then upon completing that project, went down to the local co-op, it was in the spring of the year, said, hey, I'm leaving, here's who's going to take the place, and they said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm interviewing, looking for some other jobs. Well, guess what? It's spring in the co-op. They need help. Absolutely. And that was uh, all it took. I uh, started there moved into uh, sales and then moved into branch management um, at another cooperative. And then uh, that cooperative is now Particle Alliance um, through its uh, growth over the years. And then had the opportunity for most of my career to manage the agronomy division. In the last three years, we've transitioned and had some successional changes at our leadership and moved into the strategy role there for the organization. So that's how I got here. I love it. It's been a great, great uh, career. And uh, as close as I could get to the farming without actually being a farmer. That's
0: fascinating. Phil, it's fascinating. When you look at Co-Alliance, I mean, really, to your point, has grown a ton. Now one of the largest cooperatives in the Midwest. Roots dating back to more than 100 years. Share more about what Co-Alliance does, the products and services you you have.
1: Yeah, so uh, Co-Alliance is uh, led by Kevin Still as our present CEO. And one of the things I always like to share is, is you know, a lot of mission statements are big and wordy and, and I think it exemplifies what Co Alliance is really about. And it's Kevin wants to keep it really simple so that everybody can capture that mission and it's lead, grow, give, remember. So we lead, wanna lead,
0: grow, give, remember. Yeah. Awesome.
1: So we wanna lead with our people and technologies. We wanna grow profitably. We want to give back to the local communities and we want to remember we are cooperative so that's really the core of what we do at Co alliance we have four divisions revenue producing divisions um, our uh, energy division liquid fuels propane a lot of that liquid fuels is migrating into the commercial businesses municipalities schools as well as the farming business propane it, obviously, with the advances in technologies and traits, the drier gases are not as well utilized anymore, so uh, a huge home heat propane business um, and very proud to support those suburban and rural communities with the energy needs that they have. Then we have our agronomy division. We service about 4.5 million acres of row crops uh, across three states, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, And uh, it's not just products. It's also a significant amount of services, Mm -hmm. both in logistics and application, but then also ag tech services around the innovation side of our business. We have uh, 11 grain elevators. Um, Five of those are rail loading. They service uh, certainly the food processing then also the animal feed business both um, large and commercial animal but also we have a companion food animal business that we service as well so that's those three and then the final one is really kind of cool we're uh, involved with our animal swine division and, and the really cool thing about that model is it enables us to partner with our growers and to work with them in a collaborative way to have them raise the pigs we own the pigs, feed the pigs, and it's really a nice way to enable an operation to add that more revenue and then also bring a family member back to that family farm. And the last thing I'd be remiss not to mention is it's not the revenue generating side of our business, but our support teams. And that has expanded tremendously, and we've in housed great experts in our legal, credit, Talent development's huge. Our safety teams, certainly our marketing group. And um, and then we just added last year, a director of sustainability. So that's what really makes up CoAlliance. And you have those four core divisions. And then that support staff is helping to support and enable those folks to do their work in the field and interface with the customers. So that's our company and that's what we do. I love
0: it. And you talked, Phil, about these four revenue producing different divisions of the company, you're serving farmers across multiple states, really farms of all sizes, all types, different customers, really positions you at a place, positions, co-alliance in a place to identify trends, to to be that trusted advisor to producers. Give us a sense. What are you seeing across customers here in the Midwest, specifically as it relates to innovation?
1: Yeah, so it's um, obviously there's been a tremendous surge in opportunities and innovation has always been part of agriculture when you For think sure. back over the decades that it's been in place. But I think today the thing that's really, we was talking to somebody the other day and, and, the, and it's not that, it's the speed of innovation mm-hmm. and the number of opportunities you need to evaluate in really short periods of time. So you know, as we move forward and as we look at that, you know, how how are we positioning ourselves as a cooperative to support that speed, to support the number of different things to evaluate and then the services provided, as I just mentioned, I mean, it's uh, our safety team, for example, you know, it was started initially around that um, focus in the in the field or with our teams. Now we offer services to our communities. Um, our credit, our ag tech. Another area that's really kind of changed and evolved is in how we have been working with is, I heard somebody a couple of weeks ago mentioning that in the rural communities, between the farmers and the ag businesses, we are the biggest employers in right. many of those communities. And, and we take that to heart. And so we have three key pillars in our, in our cooperative and it's around supporting the rural communities in which we live and serve and we do that in various ways. Um, certainly employees are embedded in different roles, both elective roles, but then also serving on the rural fire departments. And then we have another area around youth development. That's, you know, how do we continue to encourage that activity and engagement in the ag biosciences space, right? And mm. and how can we play a role? Certainly FFA, 4-H, but then also starting to look at other areas because As we all know, there's fewer and fewer folks directly engaged, but there is a big wide open space in this ag biosciences world. And then the last area, and the last key area is around food hunger. And I know you've just had some folks recently talk about, it's really interesting, the hatch um, Mm -hmm. came up. Um, And Co-Alliance is really cool. So April 1st, we launched an internal program. It's really kind of cool. It's an employee-led, employee-driven, and so an employee has an opportunity to opt in to make a make a uh, payroll deduction. Okay. And then that then is matched wholly by Coal Alliance. And then that is then matched by one of our regional cooperative partners. So it's really multiplying that opportunity. And then we're going back out to those same employees and saying, those rural communities have needs and help and support. Nominate one of those local food banks or churches or folks that are engaged in this food hunger aspect. And so really excited about that one. And it just kicked off. So it's kind of timely to be here today with this conversation. Then another thing that we also participate in that's do different is our swine division works with um, a million meals program sure. through our yeah. Indiana pork checkoff. It's a voluntary checkoff. And through that we donate an additional $30,000 to provide, as the hatch folks were talking about, that quality protein. And so that's really what's kind of really changed is how are we able to embed ourselves in our communities, enable and help our growers minimize the risk that they take by evaluating and supporting them, and, and then that whole innovation space and speed at which we need to evaluate, move. So
0: Phil, it's incredible. The, the work that you're doing, I think so many folks, one, may not even be familiar with cooperatives. But now as they're learning more about this, this is more than simply just connecting supply and demand. This is more than being that
1: trusted advisor. It's a really important role. This is about being a catalyst to the community. Absolutely. And then, and that's, you know, we like to say at, at CoAlliance that uh, we really keep our money very local and everything that we do, you know, we pay our taxes, we reinvest in our local communities through our businesses, and then we give back to the owners. Um, and, and that's then enables that whole local network to continue to thrive and grow. And that's what we're focused on.
0: And to be specific owners in a cooperative, are your customers
1: absolutely it's a unique 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 business model but it's an awesome business model because you're in tune to where they're headed what they're doing and then they in turn help you drive that business forward
0: it's incredible and right now a a really challenging environment it's been a challenging environment for production agriculture input costs up inflation higher than certainly desired How are you and your team working with those customers, working with farmers across the Midwest to really help them think about innovation in the role of driving net farm income?
1: Yeah, that's and that's uh, there's a lot to unbundle in that statement. So I'll just try to kind of pick a couple of areas that we're focused on. But I I would say that um, one of the big areas is that data driven insights that then enable us to manage risk better. So how are we doing that? Um, we, we have a, a platform called Coal cool Connect. It's powered with one of our software partners out there, and it enables us to connect real time with our growers. Yes, it's new, it's just been launched uh, a year or so ago, but it allows us that real-time interactivity, certainly the financial transactional thing, but then also enables them to have access to planning and um, interacting with our sales teams and our professionals in the field, when it comes to end seasons, they, you can get that scouting and all of that information. So, again, we talked about that speed of mm-hmm. things. And so that innovation is helping us to manage some of that risk, drive efficiencies and decision making in the operation. And then I think the other thing that we were really kind of seeing as a transition is into that whole area of plant health, soil health and biological space, yes. as you mentioned at the beginning, it's a it's a system approach to farming, certainly the the fertilities, the seeds and technologies, the nutrients, the crop protection products, but then also you start to get into that biome that they exist in and how does that participate? And we're seeing a big shift and change as we move forward and really trying to utilize those to help continue that innovation and in, in increasing and enhancing both quality yield and in the products that we provide. So um, and tying that together, I mean, you're looking at systems of being able to take those grains, put them into specific needs around, whether it's a food processing, companion pet food, or livestock feed, right? That's a system of systems. Absolutely, it's all interconnected. Phil, I wanna dig into
0: one of the challenges that we continue to hear from producers, from the economy at large, or- People, right? labor, just having enough people to actually get work done. And we've seen big moves in agriculture, certainly from the equipment companies. John Deere has made a move around autonomy, as has Case. We've seen dozens, if not hundreds, of ag tech startups focused on driverless technologies, really focused on how do we solve the labor challenge. As you look at your position as a cooperative and ag retailer, what role do you see? In, in really helping producers, farmers, solving some of these labor challenges, but challenges at large.
1: Yeah, so that's um, interesting to, it has been really, we started quite some time ago in the in the precision space with it started out in that fertility network, and, and we've continued to enhance and evolve that. But really here in the last five to seven years, the autonomous, and, and equipment innovations have sped. So Coal Alliance this year, we're gonna be working with one of those large manufacturers to actually take one of those big unit sprayers and operate it in the field fully autonomously. Oh, wow. So.
0: That, Will we be there? Phil, can I come see you? <laughs> I, I don't even know if they're going
1: to let me come see it, you know? It's, it's, it's one of those Area 51 projects, I believe. But uh, but we're really fortunate to have partnered with them on that's that. Great. Working through a lot of logistics. Obviously, we're not going to be going down the road yet, right. you know? But, but how can we start to test and innovate? Um, another area, another smaller company that's in place, that's uh, actually an Indiana company, um, we're going to be having two of the robotic systems that they have, solar-powered, Um, Certainly, they have a boom for spraying, but in that spraying, it's not just blanket broadcast. It's actually sensors and recognitions to be able to see and spray what's not supposed to be there. So, we see that as a really transformative technology because not only are they out there doing that, but you can attach a lot of other sensors that could detect fungal or disease or insects, and and, and that's going to really be... I I see that as an opportunity to really address some of these labor concerns, some of the labor constraints that we're having. And it's not that we are going to need less labor, we just can't find enough of it. And so how do we take some of these tasks that are repeatable, can autonomously manage those, and then migrate other people into more purposeful roles, right?
0: It's incredible. And I think such an important role for a cooperative and ag retailer to play because you do sit across so many acres and yep. you can see it.
1: Yeah. And I think, the, the, and the and the other thing I'd tack onto that too is, is with our size and ability to do that, we can also begin to vet some of these things right. on behalf of our owners so that not everybody's having to take some of that risk, you know? And so that cumulative cooperative mindset enables us to help evaluate to help push forward so
0: i love it all right phil we have time for one more question yeah. and this is really you. you you're the key executive at co-alliance really trying to think about the future and focused on strategy what do you see on the horizon what do you see on the horizon for co-alliance and how do you see the role of the organization continuing to evolve to to meet the needs of your customers the farmers that uh, that are the owners
1: yeah i you know, and and there again, a loaded question, right? We could talk about a lot of different things, but a few areas that, you know, one aggregately that jumps up at me is how do we really begin to lower that risk, drive efficiencies that allow our customers to maintain or increase or, or drive their overall ROI? Um, certainly, we've talked a little bit about automation, autonomous, robotics, um, but then also around data. And right you know, it's not just digitizing data, right? We've been digitizing data for years. It's how do we collate and coalesce that into value-added decision-making processes. And we're working on that with our data warehousing because there's a lot of data coming from various different places. So a lot of cleaning and scrubbing to then properly use to then integrate into our field staff and the teams that interact. But to, to really look at some of that post-evaluations, I'd say today we're focused on now, how do we take real, real-time information to make actionable decisions in this year? Yes. You know, when you're in the farming business, they, they say, as the primary decision-maker on a farm, you only have 30 to 35 crops. So you can't wait for 10 years of research, right? So how do we move it to real-time, in-time, and actionable that year? And I think as we move forward to then, how do we get much more predictive? Because the predictive case will really help us lower that risk, drive that efficiencies and grow that operation capability. And, And I guess I'd say in conclusion, Mitch, that as a cooperative, the key thing that we really are trying to do is help those growers maintain that sustainable practices that they've been doing for years begin to better measure those to capture the opportunities that are emerging, and at the end of the day, how do we enable that family farm operation to transition to the next generation of farmers? And it was really cool to see the state of Indiana just recognize 56 farms that had, what, 20, 30, 23 of them, I believe, had 150 years Incredible. in the same family. Incredible. What a story of sustainability. Yes. So, and, and I think that's
0: so important, Phil, as we talk about sustainability, we often talk about environmental, which is critical, but sustainability is also profitability. You have to be able absolutely. to sustain the business.
1: Absolutely. And in in doing that, they've been able to farm that same piece Yes. in a regenerative, recyclable way for 150 years. It's amazing profitably to be able to transition that and that's what we at the cooperative really want to walk alongside utilize our professionals in the field to then enable our growers to have the success
0: it's an incredible story he is phil brewer chief strategy officer at co-alliance phil thanks so much for spending time with us thank you very much and thank you for tuning into ag bioscience you can get the latest ag bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon.
1: This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovusindiana.com.